three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to encourage us to be reading God's Word, to stay in the habit, or to get in the habit of reading it daily, and even more than that, if possible. But five times, five minutes, three times a day, or three minutes, five times a day, or once a day for 20 to 30 minutes is really a good, good, good start. So we are in Deuteronomy trying to encourage us by reading through it. And I read just the first few verses, got to that one verse where it says that man should not live uh, by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of God. Let's see, verse 3. Um, right? And um, and be humble, I'll let you hunger and, f- and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know that he might make you to know, make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. So it was verse three. So we're going to start here with verse four in Deuteronomy chapter eight. Your clothing did not wear out on you and your foot did not swell these 40 years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his way and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and springs, flowering out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. We'll stop there at the end of verse 10. And Boy, there's just so much here. I can <clears throat> chase a lot of tangents. So just imagine having clothes for 40 years that don't wear out, <laughs> right? Or your foot didn't swell, so your footwear was good. Or he just took care of your feet, helped you take care of your feet that you didn't really need shoes. Either way, they were in good shape. They were, they were healthy. They were well-clothed. And the things that might wear out weren't wearing out. On top of that, the land had not only, but we get a lot of detail here, more than just the the big grapes and milk and honey that we see in other places, but that there's copper in the hills, that there's iron, that there's pomegranates, all these other things, lots of details right here in these few verses. But just to think about how, if you were to go to Israel, go to this place now, you would see that it's pretty barren. It hasn't been managed really well. And we are told by scripture to manage the earth. And, and when we don't, there's consequences to it, right? So I'm all about taking care of the environment and managing it well and understanding our role in all of this. But we are, we are not to make the, the planet an idol, but we are to manage it. And the resources that God has given us, but we see old artwork of the same land, and there's it's lots of forest and and fields that are very 
plentiful and full. And so there was a day when the land was rich. And and although it's not today, it was. And the thing about the copper, this is probably part of how the, part of what made Solomon so wealthy was they did get into the mining of iron and copper and things like that. And they already had iron. Copper was a lot newer. They were already using copper for some of the things that we see earlier in in the Bible, earlier there in Leviticus and how they were making the, the parts, the furniture for the temple, the gold and the copper pieces. So they're going into a land that has everything, has everything. It has the water, it has the rich soil, it has fruit already growing and other plants, the wheat, the grapes, the trees that were already bearing fruit, trees for chopping down and making things. But cities were already built, houses are already built. They're going to just go in there and occupy all of this land. And there's a reason for it because they are, because of who they belong to. It's not because of what they've done. They didn't earn any of this. It's who they belong to. They belong to the King of Kings, to the one true living God. Today, we belong to the one true and living God. We're bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. He paid the ransom for us, the ransom due because of our own sins. And so, even in this verse, when it talks about disciplining your son, there is still a discipline that we need, but our sins have been paid for. So it's he's developing our character today. He's causing us to be more like him, not so that we can make it into heaven, but for us to be a witness here while we're here, to be salt and to be light to the people around us and as and to our spouses, to our children, to our grandchildren, whatever season of life you're in, that you recognize God is in the business of developing his character into you. And that takes discipline, takes discipline on you. And it takes God disciplining you. And just like he did here, there's a blessing to him disciplining them because they were his children. Their clothes didn't wear out. But also because they're his, they're his children, they they had some rules they had to follow. But they were rules, and they are rules even to this day, where when we follow them, a blessing is really so good because God designed us a certain way where if we don't follow that rule, there are there are consequences because of who we are. We're humans. We're part of the human race. And so we have a conscience. We have a way of thinking and reason and not all people seem to have as much reason as others, but we do, we do reason as we get older. We have ways that we, we respond to other people. And so when we live in a manner that is against how God designed us to live, then there's going to be parts of us that are just warring against that way of living. And so if we, for instance, if we steal, there's our, our conscience of, well, that's not right. And then we value whatever it is that we stole. We value it less because we didn't actually earn it or make it. We stole it. Right? So those are, those are the natural consequences of doing wrong is there's things like that. So here in these few verses, God is showing us that he cares for us and like a father would care for their child. 
And so the discipline is real, but there's also the blessings. When you do follow through and follow what God has said, there's going to be blessings for that. And there's just so many. The book is is packed with wisdom and blessings from God to his people. That's why, again, we should be reading it, right? God bless you guys. This went a little long. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you have a great weekend. It is April 21st here where I live, and there is still snow on the ground. And so some of the sh- the more northern sides of wooded areas still have two feet of snow. <laughs> now, those are snow drifts. Most of the yard is free of snow, but it is crazy. So I hope you're having a more of a spring than I am. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.